Hello everyone. I am back today with another interesting book review on uh, your channel Manage Better. So as you know, I do like to read and uh, as part of my discipline of reading, I every week try and share some uh, summary of one of the books that I've been reading. Usually I share this on LinkedIn, but this time I thought let me also share a summary on uh, YouTube. Right. So this will be a quick summary. Of course, it is not meant to replace the book. Nothing can. You should read the book um, and then draw your own lessons that you want to learn. But to encourage you to read, I am here with a summary of a book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Now, David Goggins is an extremely uncommon man. He is a very, very decorated soldier of the U.S. Armed Forces, um, U.S. Marine, Ranger, uh, multiple medals for his work in the U.S. Army. Uh, but he has multiple other facets. You know, he's been an ultra marathoner, uh, you know, participated and won many races globally and not just normal races, you know, professional races, you know, like world champion kind of level. And uh, some years ago, he attempted and succeeded in uh, completing a world record for pull-ups. So, which is, hear this out, 4,035 pull-ups in 24 hours. And he completed well below the 24 hours limit. Uh, but his life did not start this way, right? He, the story of the book or the story of his life, which is captured beautifully in this book, is more about what he went through and the pain that he had throughout his life and how he repaired and rebuilt his life. And we all can do that. And that's the lesson, right? Of course, none of us may have the same pain, same difficulty, or some may have even more pain and difficulty than David had. But the lesson of his life is that pain, death, sorrow, all these things are part of life. We can't resent them. We can't get away from them. They are part of life. And we have to find a way within that. So that's the story of his life. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a summary, of course, uh, very quickly. He was born in, you know, he's, he's black. So he was, so he's a black man and was born in uh, some, you know, uh, you can say abject poverty. Father was uh, always drinking, had multiple other, you know, vices and did not take care of his family. As a result, David and his um, brother and mother had a very difficult time in the, when David was a child. And he used to get beaten up. Uh, in the, the descriptions in the book are really gut-wrenching and you your heart will bleed when you read this. How can a man, a father, uh, do this to a small child, right? So, uh, throughout the first part of the book, you will find multiple instances where David has described how his earthly life was difficult and how his father continued to abuse the privileges that he had as the head of the family and drove him his brother and his mother, uh, which was David's father's wife, to uh, madness, literally madness, right? But, um, and David could not study in school uh, properly. He struggled. He, he won admission that he cheated through the primary and middle school. Uh, somehow survived. Then he found his luck for basketball. He did really well, but he could not excel there. And um, eventually his ability to uh, cram up things or memorize things, caught up because beyond a point in high school, you can't really 
cram up. He didn't know how to read and write properly. He was just managing somehow. And then life caught up and he was in great difficulty. The first job that he found after some initial struggle was to spray cockroach uh, repellent sprays in restaurants uh, during the night when the restaurants are closed. Uh, not the ideal job that you and I would um, like, but he did it well. Uh, and one of the lessons we get in this book is that, you know, whatever job you get, um, be grateful for that and do it well. As life progressed, uh, he had um, he had little social skills. He had um, he struggled in his marriage, and um, you know so all that kind of bit. But slowly, he found himself uh, gravitated towards um, you know U.S. Marines. So U.S. Marines, as you may know, is the is the elite Marine Commando force of the U.S. Navy. But they, of course, uh, you know participate in missions across the world, uh, rescue missions, and you know. U.S. you can say military forces uh, missions, extremely elite force of physically fit, mentally agile, capable. So David was completely out of shape. Was weighing three hundred pounds when he applied for uh, the U.S. Marine. By that time, he had already served some time in the military or the armed forces, and had now since you know was looking for the next challenge. So, 300 pounds is about 100 pounds more than what, uh, or 50 kg more than what the permissible limit was, right? In 10 weeks, I think 10 weeks or so, uh, or maybe a little more than that, he lost all that weight and became fitter and applied for this uh, U.S. Marine training camp, was selected, was one of the best but got injured. Uh, there's something called Hell Week, which is described in the book. He went through it twice. He was one of the few people who was allowed to come back after an injury and complete the course. One of the elite uh, marine uh, fighters, you can say. And the story continues. But the story doesn't end there. You know, he then found his love for ultramarathons. He became a world champion level ultramarathoners has completed. Now, for those who are not aware of ultramarathon, these distances start at 50 kilometers and above and could go up to 100, 200 kilometers or miles also in a day. So David has the records of running 150 miles in a day and 100 miles in a day and so on. Right? So, uh, and while doing all this, he, because of his weight and, you know, injuries, he often had multiple injuries, including stress fractures in his foot, ankle, knees and all over the place. And he found a way of taping himself up and running. So you and I, many of us, most of us, can't walk in the condition that David ran and won the many of these races. That's the determination of a of this kind of a man. Of course, later on he's found you know cure for all this work and then uh, got better. So why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you because. Like David Goggins, we also have our fears and insecurities and difficulties in life. The joy of life is to find a way out and push through that pain and difficulty and get better. Throughout the book, David has shared multiple challenges which will help you also to get better. So, some of the lessons that I learned, uh, very few, are callous your mind. So, when you, for example, you will see that if you do hard work, throughout the day and weeks, your hand 
develops some scales, right? And the pain of that work then produces, not because the pain is not there or the effort is not there. It is because the hand has developed some callus and therefore it is like a protective layer. You can do the same to your mind, right? Do the painful work or hard work so much that your mind develops a barrier to it. So that is lesson one. The second lesson was accountability mirror. So David in his early days when he was very unfit, started writing post-its and pasted on it, on his uh, bathroom mirror. And, you know, these were messages to himself. We can also use messages to ourselves as accountability mirror and make ourselves accountable for what we want to do. The next lesson is life starts when pain begins. So you start to learn and grow when pain begins. Fourth lesson was around a cookie jar, right? So we all have successes in our life. And if we keep these successes as a virtual cookie jar or a sweets jar, and then every now and then when we feel defeated and, you know, fail, uh, or, you know, feeling of failure overcomes, then we can dip into that cookie jar and take out a quickie. So the other lesson, lesson five was around visualization. So many of us are taught and we have learned that if you want to visualize, if you want to win something, achieve something, visualize the yourself on the podium. So David said that not only do that, but also visualize the process and the pain that you will need to go through to get there. For example, if you are training for a run, don't just visualize yourself on the podium. Also visualize the path, also study the path, research the path, the places where you will struggle, what will happen to you at mile 10, mile 20, when your body will start giving up. All that visualization helped David become a world-class ultra-marathoner. The sixth lesson uh, was around quitting takes only one second. And not quitting also takes only one second. Now, these are my words, not David's, but that was the lesson that I learned that uh, most people who quit, they do so in a split second. And if they can survive that split second or a few more seconds, they might not actually quit. During many races and many, uh, you know, stories that David has shared, he was on the verge of quitting, but pushed himself. And within minutes or seconds, he did not have that feeling anymore. All of us are like that only. Lesson seven is around motivation being, I can't use the word online, but motivation being total crap, right? Motivation is momentary. It lasts only a few seconds. You read a book, you see a video, you see, do something, you get motivated. But how long does it last? You can make it last only if you have a system around it. If you have some, uh, some process around it, right? So build a system, build a process and don't rely on willpower and motivation all the time. It does not last. Motivation and willpower are very weak concepts which do not actually last. You need a system and a process. So lesson nine is wherever you get in life, there is always one level up. And David's story tells us that, you know, he was one of the best of the best commandos and, you know, elite warriors in the field. And yet when he was in the final stages of, you know, ranger selection, he was so overconfident that he missed a mile point and was not selected in spite of being told that he was the best of the best. And he has included this story as a failure in his book because he wanted very badly this situation. He was the best. But yet, one small mistake and he could not become. Here is the 10th and final lesson that I drew. Don't waste your time thinking what you deserve. Listen to this. 
don't waste your time in life thinking about what you deserve work for it you know put in the effort put in the pain and then then claim that so the book is full of obstacles and lessons that you can learn from david goggins life one warning however the book is full of foul language and expletives that you know david of course uses and he is unapologetic about it so if you don't like that kind of stuff you know my caution that please uh, avoid this book but if you can get over that for the first few chapters then you will love this book because this book is a stark reminder that life is about hard knuckle grinding hard work life is not a life hack and uh, everybody has to work through uh, tough challenges don't look for easy pathways because that doesn't last and it only works for some people may not work for others uh, eventually life is tough and one has to go through it so once again a reminder that pain sorrow and even death are part of life don't resent them use them to improve and get better so this was my uh, i would say review and summary of the book can't hurt me by david coggins and i would hugely encourage you to read it and if you did like this please comment like or share this video uh, so that this can reach to more people and i will try and bring bring you more such uh, reviews almost every week thank you very much for watching have a good day